Thank you for tuning in to a couple of Kimer's podcasts. I am your co-host, Francesca. People call me Frankie. And I'm your co-host, Christopher. People call me Chris. Today, we're going to be discussing Women's History Month because March is Women's History Month. So we'll talk about women's accomplishments, famous women, and the importance of women in society. Um, Some of these famous women you may or may not have heard of. Either way, you should definitely run with these names and research them if you have never heard of them. Um, So some modern day women that we'd like to recognize is AOC. I'm sure if you've been keeping up with the movement of our nation, you have heard of her quite a bit. And some other names would be Michelle Obama. Recognize her today during Women's History Month. And, of course, our Vice President, Kamala Harris. Yeah. And please make sure you say Kamala. Yes, please. I know too many people that call her Camila, Kamala. It's Kamala. Emphasis on the first syllable, Kamala, not not anything else. It's Kamala. Like, I think at the very least, she deserves the respect of saying her name correctly. It's really not even that hard. I mean, I think even if your name is a bit, you know, difficult to say, even though that's all subjective. Yeah. Like, that's true. depends on, somebody might find it easy to say, some people might not. But anyway, no tangent there. Just please say Kamala. Get it right. Make a point, too, if you keep messing it up. Um, and um, someone we lost not too long ago, Miss Cicely Tyson. So all these women are, you know, women that are we've heard of in our lifetime that were around. So if you don't know much about these four, definitely look them up. So, what about some women in history? Or would you first want to touch on women in our lives? Speaking of women in our lifetime, notable women in our lives. No? Well, we can start with um, notable women in our lives, um, especially personally. Um, Who would you say for you was... A notable woman that impacted your life personally. I mean, I feel like it's cliche, but my mom. Okay. Yeah. So I honor her today on Women's History Month because she made and raised me. So that makes her great. <laughs> I am a reflection of greatness. Yes. And I am a, to a woman. So you know what? I honor myself. Ladies, honor yourself on women, in, during Women's History Month because whether you're d- making history in a way that's going to be documented for all to read or not, you are still a part of history. This is true. You know? Um, well, for me, I would say, obviously, yes, my mom as well. Um, 
you know, she really shaped and affected the way I not only carry myself as a man, but how I treat women in general, especially how I treat my wife and all the women that I know and love. Uh, my mom was a feminist, so, you know, I grew up knowing and understanding a woman's rights and a woman's role in how, you know, women who are independent and are strong can do whatever it is that they set their minds to. And most importantly, respect them as individuals, respect them as people. You know, and it's so crazy that we have to, like, say that. Exactly. You know, but it's the world we live in. It don't feel good because it's like, why should I have to explain that women need to be treated like individuals and respected? Like, come on. But it's true. Yeah. And, you know, I can say from my mom, you know, for her being a teacher as part of her first career, um, she really taught me the importance of, education and taking it not only very seriously but over time I you know I learned to have a passion for it um, I've always loved learning and having knowledge for knowledge sake and I could say for her being an English and math teacher she really instilled um, the importance of getting an education and being educated not to brag or not to make anyone feel less than or anything like that, but to just feel as though you have something to contribute to the world and have something for yourself. You know, just being able to, my mom used to say, being able to just sit down and read something and know and understand what you read, that's something that no one can take away from you. So... She definitely had an impact on me when it comes to education. And then for her being a lawyer in her second career, it was like um, she really taught me to go after your goals and your career pursuits and things that you love to do, what you really enjoy, and make sure you do it to the best of your ability and grow and flourish in it. And I know for her, um, being a lawyer, she enjoyed, but she definitely, you know, wanted more. So she always encouraged me to pursue whatever it is that I desire and just flourish in it and do the best that I can and make sure that it's something that I love to do and that I enjoy doing. Um, and also, other than that, I would say my aunt, who's also a lawyer, played a big role in the way, you know, I view women, especially women who, you know, are into sports or have different interests. You know, it really taught me to just, like I say, respect and be open and receptive to all women of all kinds of all personalities, all backgrounds, and know that women are people too. So I can say overall, I never had the opportunity to, I never had the opportunity to, I want to say, I don't want to phrase this. <laughs> I never had the opportunity to really 
be this stereotypical guy or um, be chauvinistic and things like that because I learned at an early age that women are just as capable and just as important as men. So there's no need to engage in that type of behavior or ideology that our male privilege tends to exude in this society. You know? Mm, I like that. Cheers to the women in our lives. Those we mentioned and those that we may not have today, just for the sake of time. But, yes, so make sure you are celebrating the women in your life in March. Yes, Um, the whole month. The whole month. Why not? So many women from the present and the past that you could just celebrate forever. But definitely in March. Make it a goal. Um, Some names that I've, like... We're just thinking of of women in history that, you know, some commonly spoken names, some not, um, like Madam C.J. Walker and her impact on society. We saw that movie not too long ago. Yeah. And it really... I know it was controversial. Controversial. yeah. Controversial? I always say that word weird. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, we learn a lot of different things about her that may not have always been uh, disseminated through other forms of media to really understand who she was and Mm. what she contributed to our society. Right. With her hair products. Yeah. And that's... Respect her grind. As a businesswoman, a black African American businesswoman. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, I think she became a a role model for our generation, the generation underneath us, and the generations, you know, a little bit older than us, because she let it be known that just because she's a woman doesn't mean she can't achieve the things that she set out to do and doesn't mean she couldn't be successful Mm -hmm. or step into the realm with men who may be, you know, dominant figures in whatever profession that Mm -hmm. she wanted to be in. I will say, like, being that hair products was her major thing, she was a woman selling to other women and how successful she was. Selling to primarily women. So, not to say men are useless, because this is the Women's History Month. It's not about bashing (laughs) men. But just saying that she made a fortune being a woman selling to women. No man needed. (laughs) She was a self-made millionaire. (laughs) Yeah, she was really the self-made, first female self-made millionaire. Exactly. You know, it's like now we talk about different women, not going to name drop being self-made billionaires, but, you know, she was a true self-made millionaire. And for her time, a million dollars was a lot. It was a fortune, essentially. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, Some other women, I know 
this is kind of going on the movie theme, but from Hidden Figures, Katherine Johnson, Dorothy Vaughn, and Mary Jackson, those three women in NASA, man. Huge. Very notable. <clears throat> Huge success. And I know Chris's favorite is that Katherine Johnson was given the Presidential Medal of Freedom by Barack Obama. Yes. So a black man giving honor to a black woman, a notable black woman, and a notable black man. So. Yeah, because they helped send John Glenn to space and orbit. Mm-hmm. Around the moon, I mean, it took a movie for most of us to even know this best story. Yeah, because to be honest, before I knew nothing about them. Nothing, never even heard about it. Never even thought about it. When you think NASA, you just think a bunch of nerdy white men in my head. Yeah. And it's it's amazing how someone was curious enough to read and study that story and then bring it to the screen, bring it to life. And now we all know about it. But it's really sad and it just shows you how as black people and especially for women, how we're still treated even to this day. And how many like pieces of our history are missing, like just because it's been so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Discounted. Yeah. Stolen. Because you think NASA and space travel, you don't think of a black woman. And that's mainly because of how it's been presented and hidden. Not to, not to play on words with hidden figures, but, you know, it's like, who would have known? I, I don't see why they wouldn't, besides the obvious, why wouldn't they have been noted, been no, you know, why wouldn't they have been spoken about? Why wouldn't they have been acknowledged, besides the obvious? So, um, she also, Katherine Johnson also wrote a book on space travel, and she contributed to also Mars mission. So, a lot, a lot that she did. Um, she eventually became a doctor, like, well, got her doctorate. So, not medical doctor, I don't believe, no. <laughs> but she became a doctor, because she got her doctorate. Yeah. So, the other woman from that they had on Hidden Figures was Dorothy Vaughn, and another woman in NASA, a mathematician, a computer programmer. She was a computer, like the original human computer, which is so funny because when watching that movie, like this is just such, I guess millennial of me to not even realize that like a computer was a job before it was an object but it totally makes sense I mean you break down the word computer is it something or someone that computes but I just because of you know where I how I was raised to being a millennial I just thought computer was an object I never even thought of it as like a a title yeah so, um, yeah, that's that. And she was awarded the Congressional Gold Medal. 
in, oh. in 2019. She had a crater on the moon that was named in her honor. And she also had a satellite that launched November 6, 2020. That was named after her. So, you know, moving forward, there's some dark things in history that have been done and not spoken of and done, you know, and erased from history, some good, some bad. And I would say this would be one of those good things that has been erased. But it's coming up and they, they're righting their wrongs, Yeah, I think. It's a step forward. I mean, you could dwell in the past as much as you want. I think it's important to be aware, but dwelling gets us nowhere. Just move forward in a better way. And I think this is a tiny, I mean tiny, step in the right direction. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it definitely is because the first step to improving or recovering from any type of negative situation is to admit that there is an issue. And once you admit that there's an issue, you can better respond and have a means to improve it. Especially if you're willing to take the time to improve it. So I, I definitely think we are moving in the right direction in regards to... Um, they are moving in the right direction. Yes. <laughs> they definitely are. Yeah. So the third woman from Hidden Figures was Mary Jackson, also mathematician, human computer um, for NASA. And she was the, the third woman that was from Hidden Figures that we haven't yet covered. Um, there were some facts I had about her. I can't remember right now. Hold on. Give me a second to find them. first black engineer. Oh yeah, that's right. Here it is. Yep. She um became NASA's first black female engineer. Um and she was vital in developing the space program and she not only, you know, moved up the ranks herself, she helped other women and minorities advance their careers. So she was and and, and once again, we're just Skimming over these women, they have there's such great stories, such deep stories. We're not gonna cover today, but we're gonna encourage you to um, find their stories, educate yourself, and and let us know some some notable women that you would like to acknowledge for Women's History Month. Um. Another woman is Eleanor Roosevelt. She oversaw the drafting of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And also, she is the only woman to have a statue in D.C. All the other statues are of men. But she has, is the only one to have one in D.C. So... That's pretty big, and I think it's unknown if you're not in that area. And maybe if you're in that area, I don't know. I just, I never knew that until I did a tour of D.C. Yeah. And I never, and I never even thought about it. So, that's pretty important, I would say. It really is. 
And then last one is Julia de Burgos. And she was an advocate of Puerto Rican independence. She served as Secretary General of, of the Daughters of Freedom. And she was um, on the women's branch of Puerto Rican Nationalist Party. And she's considered uh, a civil rights activist for women and African or Afro-Caribbean writers. She was a poet, having over 200 um, notable poems. Many, many poems. She passed away at the early age of 39. But, um... That's all I had for women that interested me and wanted to and I wanted to share today just to spark some some thoughts and to encourage uh, women to research and, and look up other notable women and be notable themselves. So one day yeah. we'll be talking about you during Women's History Month. Right to create good, healthy conversation. Mm-hmm. That I think a lot of times gets lost in translation. And like you mentioned earlier, not giving the acknowledgement and the credit that is so often deserved. Yeah. On that note, we want to try a new segment called that we're going to call, at least for now, Attitude of Gratitude. So we just want to have a little dialogue about the things that we are grateful for. Um, I just think that it's really, we both think that it's very important to be grateful. And I heard something today on one of our favorite shows that when you express your gratitude and let others know that you are grateful for them or for the things that they do or just showing your gratitude towards them, that that actually physically makes our mind happy. Yes. And so to complete that balance of, you know, thinking deeply, laughing loudly, be happy. So um, what are you grateful for today, babe? Well, to not only play on the theme of today's episode, but in general, I'm grateful for, you know, our family I'm truly grateful for you and all that you've done. Oh, thanks, boo. All, all that you've done in my life and the life that we're building. So I, I cannot complain. I'm truly grateful, especially after such a crazy year we've been through. Um, in this past year with COVID and medical situations and stuff, so... I'm mm-hmm. truly grateful for you and our families. That's that's what I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. How about you? Well, we record the podcast, as I've said several times, uh, a lot earlier than we um, published them. But my birthday was February 6th, and it's not too long past February 6th right now. So I am very grateful for the friends and family, and of course my husband, that celebrated for me or with me, gave me a call, left me a voicemail, sent me a text, wished me on social media, um, 
everyone had really nice things to say to me and just like celebrated me in their own way. And I'm just grateful for that. I'm grateful to have people that I know and love, love me back and share that with me and celebrate with me on my birthday. Um, what they say, one more round, one more trip around the sun. You know, I'm really grateful to even be 32. I know people who never made it that far, you know, that many years in their life. And with my recent health scare in 2020, not COVID related, um, I'm just grateful to to be alive and do doing well at that because I could still be alive and not doing well. I'm just grateful for the health status that I have right now and grateful for my friends and family who celebrated my birthday with me. Okay. And and you, of course, because you're part of that. Thank you, babe. Well, we want to know what are you guys grateful for today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you grateful for? is something I mean it could be something shallow or as deep as you want it to be just be grateful for something like I'm grateful for fill in the blank Um, we tend to be more deep with our responses but it might not always be that way sometimes it could just be something simple I mean I shouldn't say shallow like something simple it doesn't have to be so deep it could just be like I'm grateful for running water because some people don't have that. No. Clean water. Come on now. Anyway, let's not even go down that. Let's not even go down that path today. But, yeah, let us know what you're grateful for. What's your attitude of gratitude? I like that. Yeah. Me too. Anything else? I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate and review if you like what you hear. Also, like, subscribe, comment, and share with a friend. See ya.